Hi, and welcome to the fourth episode of Preferred Carpentry Podcast. I'm your host, Michael DeSoma, and today I wanted to share my experiences from being a construction worker to owning my own business. This is going to have a different setting from the previous episode. I think most contractors or small business owners have some of the same goals to grow their business. I wanted to start it off with a hook. As of today, August 31st, I received an answer for a bid that I put in for a brand new Chick-fil-A going up in Bartonsville, Pennsylvania. Last week, I gave some insight on myself and the business. I basically winged what I wanted to tell you regarding how I wound up getting into the construction industry. If you haven't had a chance to listen to it, I think you should, because it tells you about how I left high school, going into the army, and the path to where it brought me to where I am now. And as I do podcasts and real-time videos on facebook.com forward slash preferred carpentry LLC, I believe the business is still going in a direction of its own. And at the end of episode three, I mentioned that Chick-fil-A reached out to me for doing finished carpentry work inside the building. So going back to my previous statement, I think most contractors and small business owners have some of the same goals to grow their business. The ones I'm talking about, such as myself, have no business experience. All we know is what needs to be done. We don't know or didn't know or had no idea how much is involved outside of that. And I've gotten some great advice. I've learned to know my worth and to be confident in what I charge. I learned that you get payments in phases, so if a payment isn't made and you lose out, it's not a drastic hit. I've learned to use contracts and to always be upfront with pricing. I've watched contractors lose friends from jobs, and these are great contractors. It's just that when there's changes in the jobs or add-ons and money's not discussed, at the end when the contractor would you know, put what they feel is the proper amount to be paid, it was a shock to the homeowner. So I learned not to do business that way, that if you have changes or if you want to add something, it's got to go on a separate ticket or I explain right away if it's going to cost anything or if I could do it for nothing. I've learned that also that when a person says, hey, give me a good price and I'll give you more work, that instead I had a clause in my contract that if I land another job from them, they will get X amount off of that job. As I get older and gain more experience at what I do, I've added my own rules to my things of what to do and what not to do. So going back to 2012, I decided to become an LLC. Uh, So I couldn't afford a lawyer and I I got a CD from Staples or Office Mac that that explained about LLCs. And I'm glad I did. It had tons of questions that I never thought to ask myself. Some questions like, will you be relevant in five years from now? Do you have any competitors? Is there any products that would evolve? There's so many different questions that were amazing. And I answered them as honestly as I could. And it helped me come up with a plan that I never would have considered. I created a thought out plan in a direction, an actual legacy, if you will. I did advertise more, but on Facebook, I created a business Facebook page, but I didn't pay for promotions or anything. At this time, I did have a daytime job as well. To clarify, to give some insight here, I joined the army 
back, you know, when I got out of high school, I took advantage of the GI Bill to pay for college in case I decided to go. Even though at that time I did not want anything to do with it, I felt at 17 years old, what if at 25, 26, 27, I changed my mind? So it was also only $100 a month to do this or whatever it was. So anyway, I decided to get the, you know, uh, the GI Bill. So back in 2009, I decided to further my education. This was around the time the economy went down. So it was a great move. And I went to a trade school. I've obtained a specialized degree in architectural drafting and design. I also did work for my builder at the time and some other work as well as going to the school. What I loved about the school was that they sent out resumes to companies that needed drafters. And a company called me up back in 2012. I made a decision to use this as a time to spend more time with the family and to have uh, to have a steady job. So I did do work for my builders and any other work that came in, but I also had this job. And what I loved about this job is that all the weekends were off and every other Friday off. I mean, how cool is that? And with that schedule, I could plan my carpentry construction work around it. So while working for this corporate job, I was able to still get a bathroom renovation job done, a deck renovation job, another bathroom job, and all my builders incoming work. The time frame of working on this, you know, in this corporate job also gave me the time to work on my business. And this is the time that I decided to become an LLC with Preferred Carpentry. In 2015, the corporate company merged with another company. And since my department was union, they had to let go of the people from the most recent hire and move it up from there. And since I was the last one hired as a drafter, I got laid off. You know, and as a personal note, I think it's awful. I mean, I understand time served, but I also believe in productivity. I feel I was a great employee to the company. But regardless, it actually came at a perfect time because my builders happened to have three big projects and I needed to put my efforts into this. And on another side note, my builders didn't even know I had a daytime job. I didn't want to tell them because I was afraid that if they found out, they would go hire another woodworker. And because we would schedule the jobs on the weekends and I'd work my, work my butt off on the two days or the three days, they had no idea that uh, that I had another job. So from the 2015 laid off, I needed to do more advertising. And you want to know what my thoughts of advertising was? Keychain bottle openers, a different business card, a much more professional look at decal on my blue Dodge Dakota, notepads. I did post more on Facebook business page and I created a Instagram page, a business page. And I advertised on Angie's List, but nothing really more. Also at that time, when these three big projects were going on, my blue Dodge Dakota started to uh, wear and tear to a point to where I couldn't keep up with fixing it. It was breaking a lot. And I had that truck almost brand new. Ten years I had that truck. And I decided now it was time to get a much more 
reliable brand new vehicles so when i go look at bids i'm coming with something that looks a little more professional than my beat up dodge dakota so anyway uh i just wanted to share that because uh, this this is uh something that i felt was important to the business was the image of the business as well my builder also recommended me to a flooring installer to install tile and the two of them kept me business. I mean, that's what was, or kept me busy. That's what I loved, love about my builder is that they're, they're great people. They are amazing and they have no problem with me or another trade doing work for anybody else as long as the work for them is getting done. So in 2016, I had two main sources of income and I called those my main jobs and anything that came in from friends, family, Angie's List, I considered my side job. In the end of 2016, I advertised on Home Advisor. I got so many leads, I asked to be put in the directory instead because I couldn't call people as fast as I was supposed to. And because I was already on jobs, it was overwhelming. So I, I asked them to put me in the directory instead of just taking me off altogether. And I feel that was a smart move. In October, I was referred to by a friend of mine to check out another builder who needed a woodworker, and I drew up a contract, a detailed contract, to do woodworking for him. Remember before when I mentioned to get paid in phases? Well, this builder was the very first one to burn me, and you know what they say, you'll always remember your first. I was promised my final uh, check by Christmas. So it's around Christmas time. I'm spending money like I'm having money coming in. And on January 3rd, 2017, he said that he didn't want to pay me. He said that the hours I put in don't justify the final, don't justify the final balance. I mean, that's kind of messed up. This house had 24 solid core doors, three different levels. I was able to install all 24 doors by myself that day you know shaking them out which means that all the doors were in one spot i had to find the location of where they go get them in 24 doors solid core doors so they're heavier doors i i guess i keep saying that because i'm still proud of myself for that so 24 doors in one day even if i charged like a hundred dollars a door for a builder which is still a great price for solid core doors that's 2400 dollars that he would basically say that i should only get like five hundred dollars for the day so that's what that was his mind frame which was never discussed that way at that time so uh, long story short, I'm glad that I only got burned a couple of grand instead of the whole amount. And thank God I got paid as the project went on. Let's move forward to 2018. As of March, I'm part of a BNI chapter that is trying. Well, let me stop right there. Before before I get into this, from 2012 moving forward to 2018. That's all I did was advertise a little more on Angie uh, on Home Advisor and do a little more advertising on Facebook. I still don't pay for ads. I don't have a website. I figured that face everybody's on Facebook. It's good enough. But the business wasn't going in the direction that I was hoping for it to go. At the end of 2016, around October, I did hire a guy 
and it just wound up not working the way I wanted it to work. I didn't want just a worker. I wanted to hire somebody that I can train to be an equal. So I'm giving somebody an opportunity that you usually give your kids, you know, like um, to to be a partner or, or to give the business off to. I was looking for somebody that wanted to grow, that wanted more, not just a worker. So I think that this was a, an amazing opportunity, but it wasn't what this guy wanted. And I didn't want just a worker. So it didn't wind up working out. So it was around July time, June or July, that we parted ways. And this was uh, 2017 that that happened. Um, so I just wanted to, to say that I feel that the business wasn't going in the direction that I planned back in 2012. So now it's 2018. As of March, I'm part of a BNI chapter that is trying to get past the core member phase and become a fully functioned chapter. As of June, I started to listen to my business radio more on the Sirius radio in my truck, and I found great information, and I follow a podcast because of it. That podcast has a wealth of information and has so many different business leaders that give so much beautiful information. And in the month of June, I only intended on hiring one guy, but an opportunity opportunity came for me to hire two, and so I did. Now, I have two, two guys fresh out of trade school with no bad habits that are great workers and have some great motivation. They are on the track of what I'm looking to give somebody in return for great work. You know, like, I'm just picturing it. One of the guys could be running... A Pennsylvania crew and the other one could be running a New Jersey crew. See, I'm all about giving somebody a chance to grow for them and for their family, not just to pay somebody $10 an hour and use them until they burn out and grab somebody else. I have bigger goals and I want to treat my employees like family, like they like they are part of the company because I want them to feel like the company cares about them as well. So anyway, there's those two guys. And in mid-July, my website has launched preferredcarpentryllc.com. And I pay for some promotion time on Facebook and take advantage of social media. I created a Twitter account in the beginning of August called at We Prefer You. And I started these podcasts on August 10th. I bought some business books and I turned on the motivation. I created a game plan back in 2012, six years ago. It wasn't until June that I said I'm going to go and do it and to do something. It's now August. So on Monday, August 13, I got a call from somebody needing help to finish up a restaurant. As I was asking or they were telling me what they were looking for, I asked them for more information. And I asked them what the restaurant was and they told me Chick-fil-A. I've built a reputation throughout my 12 years of working for people to bring quality and professionalism. And I feel like all that I've been doing has paid off because Chick-fil-A just called me, you know, for work that they need to have done inside of their building. The podcast that I listened to had two members of Chick-fil-A on there. So I, I feel like everything happens for a reason that I was able to show this person 
that I actually have some background knowledge, not much of anything, but something more than a regular contractor or a different contractor that's just looking for a paycheck. I look at this as a great opportunity to be a part of something bigger than, you know, bigger than myself, like to tell people that the company has done work for Chick-fil-A instead of just some small local business. And I'm not knocking any small local business. I think everybody is important. I'm just thinking in the mind frame of consumers and customers like to say, hey, I've done work for business B. They make, oh, I never heard of them or whatever. But if I say I've done work for Chick-fil-A, they go, oh, you know, they may not care, but they heard of the name. So, you know, so to break it down, I have two guys so far. I pay for some for for some promotion time on Facebook. My Facebook likes are growing. I have a newly launched website. I am a part of a referral group called BNI. I get calls from people who use search engines for work. I created a, a Twitter account and a podcast that you're currently listening to. I don't pay for a lot of advertisement, maybe $600 a month. And that's including the shirts and pens and notepads, newer business cards and all that stuff. I'm telling you right now what I'm doing recently. What I've been doing was, as of 2016, I've been a part of the Better Business Bureau. Uh, I've been on Home Advisor. I've been on Facebook. But as I just said, I, I just started advertising on Facebook and I maybe spent $75 total. So in my opinion, I don't do the advertising that would reach a, a Chick-fil-A. And I mean, I mean, it did, but nothing substantial. So getting back to the beginning of the podcast where I mentioned that I got an email back from them earlier this morning. In a short time, they made a decision to use my company. I'm happy and I'm nervous equally. I told a good friend of mine, Joe, that I feel neutral. It's happening. I'm growing fast and in a short time. I have a commercial job going on in Easton. I have a house for a builder, which I'm installing 11 pocket doors in one house. That's a lot of pocket doors in one house. And it has a lot of woodworking going on there. Those are ongoing jobs. I have jobs I need to get to, which includes a kitchen backsplash that needs to be removed and to install an updated modern one with some other projects. I have a front overhang that's a little more complicated for somebody else. And I just completed a bathroom renovation for a homeowner. And this homeowner, I did a deck for them. I did their master bathroom for them. And I've just finished up a deck job with a shed repair for somebody else. I have more work coming in. And I share all this with you because, one, you're learning about preferred carpentry, the field, the human element of the company. It takes time to build a solid reputation. I'm just one guy looking to leave a legacy for my kids and my future grandkids. And for any contractors out there listening, it's achievable to grow your business if you're upfront and honest and if you put in the hustle. For everybody that's listening now, you can just see what one person is doing. Twitter account, Instagram, Facebook, live videos on Facebook, taking time in my day to come up with content for the podcast, um, having to 
look at the quotes or any upcoming bids that are coming in and and draw up draw up some quotes i have so much going on for one person and i am not looking to stop my fiance asked me what is the point of doing the podcast and when she asked me i had a real fast quick answer is to get my name out there so with my legacy with my 2012 game plan this isn't something that I thought of, but it is a perfect way to get my game plan out there. The BNI that I am a part of is another great way, something I never considered, never even heard of. Some of you never heard of BNI, some of you have. But it is two two tools, the podcast and the BNI are two tools for me, say that fast three times, to get my business out there my my goal is for anybody in california nevada vermont new mexico florida any state any state that you're in that you're listening to this podcast my goal is when you need work done although i'm only in new jersey and pennsylvania right now but if you need something done and you want a company that is built on trust and reputation and re- reliability, you can call Preferred Carpentry. You could call my phone number, and then I could get the proper person out to your house. You don't want just anybody working in your home. You want somebody that cares about your home as much as you do. My company does not put tools on top of your furniture does not put it on your countertops we wear booties like we put foot covers on our feet when we walk into your home we clean your house up when we're done each work day i have testimonies and recommendations on my facebook page that you could see for further information so again it's it's trust i want to build trust with you so you, so when you want some work done in your home, no matter what it is, if you have plumbing work, electrical work, HVAC work, you're looking to remove a wall, you need uh, paint done, you need a cabinet fixed, it doesn't matter how small or how big the project is, my goal is you call my company, we send out someone that's preferred carpentry certified. Right now it's all in theory because... I'm too small. It's going to take time, but I'm not going to lose faith on the capability of my hustle, my motivation, and to let you know as a homeowner that there are companies out there such as myself that do care about your business, your home, whatever is important to you, whatever problem you have you you will come to the right company that will solve that problem that is what we are here for that is what preferred carpentry is here for so i'm excited chick-fil-a decided so let me let me actually break that down a little further as i did more research because before i submitted my bill i did some research i came in at a price that was way too high and i said well can i redo it my my bid like can i resubmit my bid i would like to resubmit it now i mentioned in the beginning that know your worth you know like when i said that i said um 
you should always um, you should always know your worth and be confident in what you charge. This to me is a little different. This is a well-known company in which now I want to make a decision. So as I did a little more research outside of that, so there's a general contractor. Chick-fil-A hires a general contractor. The general contractor looks for subcontractors. So I am being hired as a subcontractor by the general contractor. So it may sound all confusing, but the best way I could say it is Chick-fil-A hired contractor A. Contractor A needs contractor B. Contractor A also needs to make sure contractor B does the right job because their reputation is also on the line. So just because Preferred Carpentry is doing it and is going to do it with the utmost respect, professionalism, and exceed the standards of what needs to be done, contractor A wants to make sure that they pick properly as well. So I needed to adjust my price, which makes 100% because I'm not the middleman. I'm not the general contractor. I'm the subcontractor. And I know how it goes. They need to make their money too. So it makes perfect sense to me. I told the person this as I reworked my bid. And they saw the enthusiasm and what I feel this opportunity will bring for my company. That they actually already said, we have another Chick-fil-A that's going to be built We would like to know if you'd like to put a bid in for that as well. So look at that. Like, I'm just excited. I'm really excited. I hope I hope some of you are excited for me. And I know there's so many podcasts out there. I appreciate the fact that you are listening to my podcast. For those of you that are my friends, please, please help spread the word. I am crowdsourcing. I am using you to help me grow my business. I need your help. I appreciate it. I appreciate all my customers and any ongoing customers. If you're listening to this podcast and you need work done in your home, we're not there just yet, but give a call. Who knows? Who knows? I might know somebody that might be a good fit for your home. So I want to end it on that note, a positive note. Um, I thank you so much for listening. I am Michael DeSoma with Preferred Carpentry, and I will bring you something different next week. If you have any ideas, please email me at preferred underscore carpentry.com or preferred underscore carpentry at live.com. Follow, follow us on Facebook, Preferred Carpentry LLC. I do a lot of live videos, a lot of real-time stuff that keeps on going on there. And I just think you'll benefit from it as well. If you have any questions, any concerns, you can feel free to contact the business because the business is here for you. So thank you for listening. Again, I'm Mike DeSoma, and I am going to let you do what you got to do. Goodbye.